This podcast is for investment professionals only. It is not for distribution to retail investors. This material has been provided for information and educational purposes only. It is not an offer or solicitation to buy securities. The information provided and the views expressed in this podcast could change and are not necessarily the views of Premier Mighton. Reference to any stock, fund or investment should not be considered advice or an investment recommendation. Any reference to past performance is not a guide to future returns and the value of investments can fall as well as rise. You're listening to the Bright Thinking series from Premier Meissen, a regular podcast on investment views from Premier Meissen's fund management team. I'm Alex Ross, fund manager of the Premier Meissen's Pan-European Property Share Fund. In this podcast, I will discuss why I believe the clouds are clearing quickly for European property. The last year and a half have been a very painful experience for Pan-European real estate equities. This has been due to sharply increasing borrowing costs, requiring higher property yields and a marked reverse of the easy money environment in the decade of ultra-low interest rates. Now, as we account for this new and significantly more expensive financing environment, most areas of our market have already suffered material asset value falls. And amidst the uncertainty on the outlook for interest rates, sentiment has been deeply negative for the under-owned and unloved European real estate equities. This fog of negativity has shrouded the sector to the extent that share prices have been trading a level of discount to asset values only typically seen once in a generation. It's encouraging that we are now starting to see economic evidence that the end of the interest rate tightening cycle is potentially in sight. Historically, after a major downturn like we have witnessed over the last 18 months, property company share prices can rapidly re-rate towards underlying asset values once equity markets get a sense that underlying property values have reached, or at least are approaching, a floor. We highlight this as the potential returns from a share price re-rating following a steep NAV discount towards the underlying NAV is often underestimated, and potential returns can remain significant even after initial recovery. The key to realising this investment opportunity is to understand the outlook for asset values in our pan-European real estate markets. Now, we've already seen a rapid correction of values in the UK, broadly in line with that seen in the early 90s property downturn, when interest rates reached double-digit levels. And looking to the east and continental property yields, we've seen that these have increased materially, but with a more limited impact on capital values, thanks to most European commercial property leases offering annual inflation indexation rental uplifts. This has helped offset the negative impact of a higher property yield requirement. So as such, Property yields have already significantly adjusted to account for these higher borrowing costs. It should be also remembered that real estate is not a fixed income asset. Whilst it was often an easy carry trade in the past decade with negligible borrowing costs, traditional property cycles with more normalised higher interest rates have typically required rental growth to deliver attractive returns. Now, this cash flow growth will be key in what we expect will still be an inflationary environment ahead. We believe that more operational property companies that earn the cash flow growth through either regenerating assets or growing cash flows annually with short leases in structurally in-demand property subtotals will flourish into the next property cycle. In contrast, we believe some of the more passive, long-income asset-gathering vehicles, which benefited from the low-rates environment, will struggle to deliver these key, key cash flow growth without the tailwind of ultra-low rates. Now, in our view, this cash flow growth potential is the real hidden value in the sector and why it is well positioned for the recovery cycle. Supply in almost all areas of our market has been limited for several years. 
This has been due to a combination of restricted regulated bank lending on speculative development, increasingly difficult planning in our tight markets, values below replacement costs in certain subsectors, economic uncertainty with COVID and Brexit, and the increase in construction costs. Now, against this background and limited supply, we see structural tenant demand with needs-based occupier demand in key areas, such as logistics through nearshoring, green offices through energy requirements, healthcare through demographics, and purpose-built student accommodation through the extremely high growth in student numbers. Even some retail subsectors are now seeing rents increasing after the substantial and much-needed falls in rents and business rates over recent years, combined with the repurposing of excess unneeded space to alternative uses over recent years. This combination of elevated property yields combined with tangible rental growth is a rare opportunity in real estate. It's been no surprise to us to see leading private operators firstly stepping into the deeply discounted listed property sector to acquire property companies at position for this phenomenon. The latest example of this being our holding in Intervest, which benefited from a cash bid by TPG last month at a 52% premium as a closing price on the day prior to the shares being suspended. If discounts prevail, we expect more in M&A will follow. As a result of this attractive cash flow with income growth potential, we also expect real estate investors to become more active in underlying real estate markets in the coming months. This is, of course, if data continues to indicate interest rates are close to peaking and with the potential for these rates ease in the medium term. Importantly, forward-looking equity markets will typically reflect this well in advance of the underlying real estate market. And this is why we expect share prices to re-rate towards asset values rapidly when the market gains confidence that these rates are peaking. Furthermore, the rental growth potential inherited across our real estate investments suggests in the medium term, we may even see a return to asset value growth in a number of subsectors as yields stabilise or marginally compress and the increased annual rents drive capital value growth going forward. In that scenario, total accounting returns may be at a level that often sees real estate shares trade at premiums in anticipation of this capital growth. There will doubtless be periods of uncertainty ahead, and this thesis is based on a more favourable interest rate direction, with excessive inflation brought under control. But the skies appear to be clearing for a potential re-rating opportunity from such discounted levels only witnessed typically once in a generation. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this episode interesting. Look out for further episodes in the Bright Thinking series. This podcast is for investment professionals only and is issued by Premier Might and Investors, which is the marketing name for Premier Portfolio Managers Limited and Premier Fund Managers Limited, which are authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. The value of investments can fall as well as rise. 